0: Yo, what up, everybody? This is
1: Mark from Suicide
0: Silence.
1: Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hull from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. And Chris from Bad Wolves.
0: Joe from Briar Rose.
1: Tyler Burgess here. And I- this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. Yo, yo, yo. Igor Cavalera here.
0: Hey, this is Charlie with Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedalton Metal Radio, the podcast. The podcast to get
1: all your rock and metal news plus reviews new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in,
0: keep rocking, with Pedal to the Metal. Check it
1: out
0: now, you motherfuckers, keep it metal.
1: Yeah, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm your main man, Eddie Monster here, and I want to apologize for my voice if it's not exactly the same as it usually is, and that's because I went to my very first concert in two years. That's right, two fucking years, right? That's how long it's been since I've been to a concert. And uh, on Friday night, so this is released on a Sunday. So this past Friday night, um, I went to the rescheduled Corn Date, which was Corn and Stain and 68, uh, playing at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, Mass. The original date, I believe, was September third. It got rescheduled to October first because Jonathan Davis had caught COVID. And uh, instead of canceling the whole entire tour, they took some time off, rescheduled a bunch of tour dates that were right in that cusp of that, you know, that time period. And uh, you know, they soldiered on. They even soldiered on when when Monkey went down with COVID. And uh, COVID's a bitch, man. It almost cost that. Uh, but nonetheless, the show must go on. And uh, I was uh, a little pleasantly surprised. 68 wasn't bad. Um, not my first choice. But that's the beauty of of opening acts. You know, it's the beauty of getting in and checking them out. They started off a little on the 10th side. Um, I think, you know, they were... Didn't ex- he even said didn't expect as many people as he saw in the crowd, uh, but the band after a certain amount of time sort of caught their uh, you know they 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 found their their common ground and and they they ran with it and the drummer in that band is just unfriggin' believable, so very very cool. Uh, Stain came on now the last time I had seen Stained was a free live show that happened near Faneuil Hall I don't know if it was the government center I know it was somewhere in the city of Boston and they did this this live set and I just remember just not being into it because it was just kind of like oh this is depressing you know they're playing all their slow songs And uh, I took off after, like, five or six songs. I took off. And I was a little hesitant because, you know, it's like, all right, it's stained. But let me tell you something, man. Those guys fucking brought it from beginning to end. They hit you with just nonstop. And they did it the right way. They would play, like, heavy track, heavy track, heavy track. And then, you know, after you've gotten all this energy and you're fucking rocking out, they would slow you down a little bit, right? Either playing um, right here or so far away, whatever it may be. And then right back to heavy, 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 then slow, and then heavy, 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 slow. So it was a perfect, perfect flow. It was perf- well professionally done by Stane and and they were... Absolutely amazing. There was a funny moment where uh, their lead singer there, Aaron Lewis, kind of stopped and did this thing where he's like, Well, we're in Massachusetts and uh, let's see how this goes. And everybody pretty much knew what he was referring to. And it was this moment when it was like half the crowd was cheering, Let's go, Biden. The other half was cheering, Fuck Biden. And. Uh, Then all of a sudden Aaron showed the hat That said fuck Biden that he was wearing And then he came out with a flag that said Fuck Biden and and fuck you And fuck everyone who voted for him Handed it to a lucky fan So that was kind of a funny moment And then throughout the show he, He threw little moments in there Little teases of his views Within the songs But man what a killer set from Stain. I mean I was I was like In awe Stain definitely just telling you right now definitely stole the show and it was was, and it was like you know it was a hometown show because they're from springfield mass so it's a home show it's happening in massachusetts so they definitely brought their a game you know and they're doing the new england circuit because uh saturday they were in connecticut sunday which is you know the day this is released they're in new hampshire so they're definitely doing their thing, and they and they brought their their a game. Corn uh, came on, and Corn was just non-stop energy. I loved the fucking set list that Corn brought to the show, unbelievable. I hadn't heard them play "It's On" in so long, right? That track from uh, from got uh, God follow the leader, and there was a moment. Uh, where Jonathan Davis addressed the crowd. And he was like, you know, so many people were like, hey, you know, um, we should be, you know, you guys should have canceled the tour, you know, obviously after the COVID things. And uh, he was like, fuck no, the show must go on. He's like, we need live entertainment. He goes, especially in this fucked up world we're living in. And I couldn't agree more with him you know what i mean like it was like fuck yeah let's rock out let's get past this we got to get past this just now we have to take extra precautions you know what i mean like we've got to be smarter we can't do the things we used to do because then you risk it right so and every once in a while you saw uh jonathan reach for his oxygen mask Because obviously he's still feeling the effects of COVID, but he brought it. They brought it. They brought the energy. They brought the fun. It was a great, great time. I loved the little medley they did. You know, they featured like Adidas, you know, Twist, a bunch of other tracks like Did My Time, all mixed in. So it was a great time. The best moment of the show, though, goes to Raw. And who you guys may know from suicidal tendencies, Rod Diaz and Ray Luzier. Those guys had this one moment. It was this bass and drum solo thing, and it was fucking unbelievable. Unfucking believable. How amazing of a bassist Rod Diaz is and how awesome of a drummer Ray Luzier is. Remember, I had this conversation with Christian Machado. On the show, we had this conversation about Ray Luzier, uh, but yeah, man, it, that was an unfreaking believable moment. And and sorry to say, I you know this may be an unpopular opinion, but you know Ra, I think in my opinion is is a better bass player than Fieldy. Not taking anything away from Fieldy, I love Fieldy, he's a great bassist, but Ra is just on a whole nother motherfucking level. And it definitely showed at this concert. So if you guys get a chance, it doesn't matter who it is, okay? I mean, you can go see Corn and uh, go see Stained. but just go out to a concert, have a good fucking time. You know, it's about time that we got back into regular life. That's all I'm saying, right? That's my opening mon- my opening monologue for you guys: the Corn and Stain concert. Uh so yeah, we got a great show for you guys this week. We got some great artists to play on the show. We've got some rock and metal news for all you fools out there who are tuning in once again. But before we get into anything, we gotta do the social media side of things. You know it. All right. Go on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Again, Eddie's Pedal to the metal radio show and Eddie is spelled E D D I E for those of you that are wondering out there. Go to Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Eddie Monster82. Go to Instagram and Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. And last but certainly not least, the one link that rules them all. That's right. It is pedal to the metal radio show. Again, pedal to the metal radio show dot that is the place to go if you want to listen to old, or well, I should say archived or new episodes because they're all posted there and every single link is available, whether you listen to it on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, uh, you know, wherever it may be. We're also on Bullhorn, apparently. But again, if there is a link, we will have it right there on that page. Finally, this is for bands. This is for promoters. This is for record labels. If you want your band played, or if you are in a band and you want your band played, whether you be signed or unsigned, send me an email pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. Again, pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. Send me some music. Let's hook it up. Let's get you on the show. But never fear. If your band does not make it on the show right away, it does not mean that they're not going to make it. Okay, There's a ton of music that is sent my way. But also never fear because we are in development of a Twitch channel. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a radio show where we play uh, all this music, all this excess music that I get. We want to get it played. We want to get these bands out there. We want to promote them as best as we possibly can. So we are developing a Twitch page, and we're going to be doing a radio show. Pedal to the Metal Radio is coming back. Also, big announcement. Can't forget this. October 22nd. Check it. October 22nd. That's right. I am going to be live on WBIM 91.5 FM in Bridgewater, Mass for for alumni takeover weekend. That's right. It's this one weekend where all the alumni get to come back and do a radio show. So Pedal to the Metal is going to be celebrating 20 years. Actually, I should say what I should say is I am going to be celebrating 20 years on the radio, whether it be through podcasts, whether it be through my music video show, whether it be at Bridgewater, Massasoit, it doesn't matter. I am celebrating 20 years. We were supposed to do it last year, but obviously COVID happened, alumni takeover weekend didn't happen. But it's happening this year, so we're going to be celebrating 20 years. I'm going to be posting all the links to that. So that way you guys can tune in to that me celebrating 20 years of being a music radio personality uh, it's gonna be fun I have fun every year right now I'm in development of creating the playlist I wanted to create a playlist that celebrated what I've done on the radio for the last 20 years meaning all the different genres I've played over the last 20 years whether it was new metal thrash metal hair metal Whatever it may be, it's going to be playing on the show. We're going to be celebrating 20 motherfucking years on the radio. That's going to be fun. All right, so it's time to get into our first musical segment of the show. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. All right, we are checking out our first of two. That's right, two bands you should know artists. And the first one, if you love Giallo Films, then you're going to love this. Now, for those of you that don't know what giallo films are, they're Italian horror films that have a hint of mystery in them because originally in the 1950s and 60s, they released books called giallos because giallo literally translates to yellow, and these books came with yellow covers, hence the word giallo. And then in the 70s and 80s, guys like Dario Argento... Uh, Mario Bava, so on and so forth. They did these giallo films um, that became so popular. And one of the best things about these is the music that accompanied a lot of these films. For Dario Argento, it was Goblin and uh, so many others. It's absolutely amazing. And we have an artist here who's bringing you that style. And his name is Delore. And the name of his album is Lorendo Spectacolo della Morte. I hope I'm saying that correct, anyways. But uh it's just absolutely amazing. It stands for Death's Horrendous Show. Um You know, Italian Maestro Dolores giving to you this for the first time on C D. Uh, but the album showcases his most gore-soaked tunes in true, uncompromising, Fabio Frizi fashion. Imagine a non-existing movie where all of your nightmares come real, paired with the uncanny, obsessive sound of sinister scents and unearthly electronic beats drag you further down towards an unfathomable abyss of terror. Pain is what you'll gain. The icy hands of death tighten the tourniquet around your neck and creep into your soul. So, again, if you love guys like Anino um, Claudio Simonetti, Fabio Frizi, Goblin, uh, Joel Grind, John Competer, and many, many more, then you're going to love this. And we are checking them out right now on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. So without further ado, here's Delore, and this is the track and I hope I'm saying this right, so please bear with me. It's Glee Incorrente Brancolano Nel Bue, right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
0: It's time for Rock and Metal News. Presented by Eddie Monster.
1: Yeah, alright. So, Rock and Metal News time. And first story right off the bat, David Lee Roth has announced that he is retiring. That's right. The former Van Halen frontman has decided that Enough is enough on his career, and a lot of people are going to be extremely happy. <clears throat> Just saying. I've never had the chance to see David Lee Roth live. I can't claim that. I know he's charismatic. Um, I know Sammy Hagar is definitely not throwing in the towel anytime soon. Uh, but what I've heard from a lot of people is, is uh david doesn't quite have the pipes that he used to and and i mean who would you know when you're like close to 70 years old you know what i mean so um yeah but uh apparently this is what he said i'm throwing in the shoes i'm retiring this is the first and only official announcement you've got the news share it with the world I've given you all I've got to give. It's been an amazing, great run. No regrets. Nothing to say about anybody. I'll miss you all. Stay frosty. He does in the next statement kind of suggest that maybe Eddie Van Halen's death last year um, played a part in his decision. He goes, I'm encouraged and compelled to really come to grips with how short time is. My time is probably even shorter. I thought I might have been the first member of van halen to die frankly hey ed objects in the rearview mirror are probably me and my doctors my handlers compelled me to really address that every time i go on stage i endanger that future he also says that uh he's been keeping in touch with alex van halen he said al and i have been talking and i can't speak for him just yet but he knows what i'm about to say we speak to each other constantly two or three times a day we laugh like pirates so there you go. David Lee Roth is calling it quits. It's the biggest announcement. I mean, it's been flooding the internet for sure. Um yeah, I, I you know, I don't really have <clears throat> much of an opinion on the matter, All, you know, other than I wish I had gotten a chance to see David Lee Roth at least once. I'm going to admit. I've seen some some guys who in their heydays were pretty good and then seen them live and they sounded like shit. I've seen plenty of those. Um, but definitely Diamond Dave. I definitely would have loved to have seen him. Um, just to see the energy. I would have loved to have seen him with Van Halen. Uh, just to see him and Eddie on stage. It's the original lineup. You know what I mean? It's it's what can you say? Um Unfortunately, as we all know, you know with, with with Eddie gone, any chances of Van Halen went out the door that day. Um, and rightfully so, you should never, ever, ever, ever try to replace Eddie Van Halen. Um, that'd be a sin. Um, so yeah, I mean, there you go. David Lee Roth has called it quits. You heard it here. Uh, and some exciting news. Ozzy is not calling it quits just yet Okay, Ozzy's gonna keep going But some exciting news Alright Ozzy's new album Now I feel like this is Ozzy kind of Checking off A sort of A bucket list kind of thing You know, with this music You know what I mean He's kind of saying Yeah, you know what I want to uh, I want to have some guys here you know, before I call it quits. I want to work with some people. So Tony Iomi, Zach Wild are on the new record. Zach wasn't originally involved in this record. And he wasn't even involved in the last record. But Zach is uh, collaborating with Ozzy on this new record. Tony Iomi is. And then the two that I'm wicked interested in is Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton. I never thought in a million years I would ever see Ozzy Osbourne collaborating with Eric Clapton or Jeff Beck. Never thought that would ever happen, but there it is. You heard it here. Um... So, apparently, Clapton had a one minor concern about the lyrics. He goes, Ozzy, in an interview with Billy Morrison, uh, said, Eric Clapton on this new record, one of the lyrics was about Jesus, and he wasn't sure about that, but it was all right in the end. The solo he did is very good. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the usual suspects, I believe, are still... There too I think Duff McKagan And Chad Smith But uh, apparently Tom Morello Slash We're on the last record So it's going to be interesting To see who he works with I mean If you think about it He worked with Charlie Puth I believe that's how you say his name And then Post Malone The world famous uh, Collaboration there So it's going to be interesting I think Ozzy's doing something cool With his music You know Pretty badass If you ask me um. yeah, there you go alright, Sabotage's John Olivia was recently arrested for DUI and cocaine possession that's right, in Florida in Pasco County, this is according to Sheriff's Office, he was arrested at 343 a.m. on Thursday September 30th, he was released on $13,000 bail at 1234 on Friday, October 1st check this out This is according to Metal Sucks. In the state of Florida, possession of cocaine is a third-degree felony, punishable by a maximum of five years in prison, and a fine up to $5,000. A DUI, meanwhile, is just a misdemeanor. Assuming that this is the first time that he's ever been caught for this, it is punishable up to six months in jail. Uh, especially if you refuse a breath test or register a blood alcohol level below 0.15. It's nine months if you have a blood alcohol level of over 0.15 or higher. So, uh, yeah. If he's not a first time offender, it can only get worse for John Olivia, but, uh, I was seeing something somewhere. Apparently, John Olivia, I don't know if he was like saying that the cocaine wasn't his or uh, something like that. I don't know. Some pretty ridiculous story that was going around about that. But, uh, you know, come on, man. At your age, you know, it's time to, uh, you know, I mean, he's 62 years old. You know what I mean? Like, you're not a spring chicken. And it's not really time to uh, to sort of fuck around with that kind of shit, especially you know, when you weigh 330 pounds. I mean, th- th- does the guy want to die or something? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, in other news, Richie Faulkner, he went through, uh, so this is this is kind of kind of uh, concerning in a way, uh, you know, Richie Faulkner apparently had some heart problems. And uh, he just went major emergency heart surgery. Um, So he's going to be gone for some time. But this is what he said. Apparently he's doing well after the surgery. He said, thank you to everyone for all your messages. I will try to get back to you as soon as I can. Uh, Richie Underwent. Oh, maybe this is from his wife. This could be from his wife. Yeah, this is from Mariah Lynch. Okay. Uh, so Richie underwent major emergency heart surgery he's stable and resting if you know him you know how tough and strong he is so tough that he finished the show and kept the hair flips coming there's no one like him we'd be lost without him so uh, yeah I mean apparently he was suffering from the heart issues while on stage and he kept going And he finished the whole entire show. That is a fucking rock soldier right there. Let me tell you. I am such a bitch. As as soon as I feel something. I'm like yeah nah I'm done. You know. My concerns start going out the window. And I'm like yeah I don't give a shit what I'm doing. I am so done with this. Uh, I just wanted to give a big shout out. To Spirit Box. Their album landed at number 3. On the Billboard's top album sales. So congratulations to them. Releasing their very first record number three that is a big accomplishment spirit box they're on tour with under oath and every time i die that begins february 18th 2022 in dallas texas and runs all the way to march 25th in atlanta georgia so be sure to check them out on tour dream theater speaking like this is kind of uh this has been concerning me jonathan davis said on stage we need live entertainment because the world sucks as we know it, you know what I mean. If it's not political, there's always something people are bitching about the shots, you know. Uh, my body, my my choice, and you know that was originally for something else, but apparently now it has to do with you know being administered a vaccine. So I mean, everybody knows that everybody handles vaccines differently, you know what I mean. Not everybody's gonna be the same. Some people are gonna hit, get the really severe side effects, whatever it may be. But nonetheless, a lot of bands have been postponing tours to 2022. So Dream Theater is the latest to add to the list. They've postponed their North American tour uh, to early 2022, and they're pushing it all the way to February. Um, And it's due to COVID-related logistical concerns is what they're saying. They're going to honor all the tickets for the original 2021 dates, so don't worry about that. Uh, Here's what they had to say. In light of current instabilities to touring that remain due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we feel confident that this is the right decision. Know that we are as disappointed as you are that we will have to wait a little longer to bring Dream Theater music to you live. We miss performing for you all and can't wait until we can be on stage bringing our new album and fan favorites to you. This was an extraordinarily challenging decision to make, but needed to be done after taking into consideration the varying local mandates across North America. In an effort to present the absolute most complete and engaging Dream Theater experience that our fans around the globe have come to expect, we feel we are all best served to postpone all touring activities to early 2022. At this time, we ask that everyone hold on to the tickets as we are working frantically to finalize the reschedule of all these dates all shows are currently being rebooked to begin in february 2022 please keep an eye on our website and we'll have complete updated itinerary shortly so there you go all right another band now i was extremely excited for this tour if you listen to past episodes You know that I was extremely, extremely excited for this tour. The Bay Strikes Back Tour, which featured Testament, Exodus, and Death Angel. Extremely, extremely excited for that. That tour has also been postponed to 2022. Here's what Eric Peterson of Testament had to say. He said, we were really on the fence with this decision but seeing other bands make it through with a few mild cases and other bigger bands just canceling their entire tours, we felt it is in our best interest to postpone these shows to 22. Alex Skolnick commented saying, It gives gives none of us any pleasure to be the bearers of bad news yet again, but here we are. Although Bass Strikes Back is our top tour package for theaters, the reality is this. It can't afford to take risks that top-grossing larger venue tours have been taking. The type of disruptions KISS and other large outdoor venues have experienced could cause our shows to be permanently canceled. A lose-loss for everyone. The fact that a lower-budget tour such as ours isn't limited to indoor venues with tight backstage space only adds to the risk. It should go without saying that calling off these dates was a last resort decision. And everyone involved would much rather this weren't the case. However, this is the new reality we're all in. All we can do is hope for everyone's understanding, which we ask for sincerely. There you go. All the bands are still going to be performing at Sacramento's Aftershock Festival on October 7th. As well as the hometown show November 27th at the Fox Oakland. But unfortunately, you know, the tour uh, is going to kick off April 9th, 2022 in San Luis Obispo, California. And it's running all the way to May 20th, 2022 in Salt Lake City, Utah. So, there you go. If, you know, I'm just as disappointed as anybody, right? Because I feel like we all need to get back to some kind of sense of normalcy. You know what I mean? This this just sucks. Um, but what are we going to do? You know what I mean? If the bands feel it's not safe, then maybe it isn't. You know what I mean? And maybe we do need to take into consideration that things need to be straightened out even more. Communication is key. And let me tell you something. When you're told that starting October 1st, you have to present your vaccination card in order to enter a venue, the venue better damn well ask for it. Because I'm putting this stupid vaccination card in my wallet, letting it get bent, just to show up to a venue and they don't even ask you for it. That's what happened with me at the corn concert. They didn't even ask. I just went through the metal detector and I was right in. No mask, no nothing, no no vaccination card, nothing. After we all were being told, yo oh, yeah, starting October first, everybody's gotta show it. You know what I mean? And and that was just not disappointing. I mean, I could give two shits. If you wanna see it, you wanna see. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. But just saying Communication is key. All right. uh, The band Tala was removed from the Avatar tour after a COVID 19 outbreak in the band's camp. Apparently, they got hit hard. Um, It's saying members of the band tested positive um, for COVID 19 in the band's camp, so they had to leave the tour. Um, They were hoping to rejoin the tour. After testing negative, but Avatar basically was like, nope, remove him from the tour. So the group has launched a GoFundMe page to cover the expenses that came with them canceling the tour. They're looking to raise $10,000. And uh, as I'm reading this, they were about at $3,800. But uh, here's Talat's statement. Last night, several members of Talat tested positive for covid Unfortunately, this means that we will be unable to carry on this tour with Avatar, and will miss Louder Than Life Festival this weekend. It also means we are stranded in Nebraska, and having to isolate for 10 days in an RV. That sucks. Uh, we need help from our fans to pay for hotel rooms so band members can rest up, isolate properly, and then get home safe. For a new band like Tala, every single date to of the tour is very important to us. Not only to play to our fans in each city but also to make the tour work financially. Because the tour is likely to come to an end now, we are going to be down a huge amount of money as stuff has already been paid for. Anything you can afford to give would really help us out. We hope we can get back on the road soon. And sorry to anyone who is looking forward to seeing us in the next few weeks. There you go. Alright, so if you can help him out Tala, check them out. All right, we're going to take a break from some news, and we're going to play the Unsigned Band of the Week for you guys. They're coming all the way from New York. These are some badass mofos right here. I'm talking about Scorched Earth, and these guys have a brand spanking new record. It's their debut album. It was released in 2021. That's right. We're talking about the self-titled, and we're going to play the track Lucky 13 right here on Pedal to the Metal, but if you want more information about these guys, you can go to the website at www.scorchedearthmetal.com, again, scorchedearthmetal.com, check them out, all their links are there, all the links to listen to the record are there, and this is some badass shit, so here we go, without further ado, here's Lucky 13 on Pedal to the Metal Radio the podcast. Scorched out,
0: motherfucker!
1: Scorched Earth right there. Check them out. Seriously, scorchedearthmetal.com. Do it. All right. Back to some rock and metal news once again for you guys. Frankie Bello, one of my favorite bass players of all time, bass player for Anthrax. You know me. I'm a bass case. Uh, is doing a book. He's releasing a book with Rare Bird. It's called Fathers, Brothers, and Sons, Surviving Anguish, Abandonment, and Anthrax. Uh, Frank Bella wrote the book with Joe McIver, and it features a forward by Gene Simmons of Kiss. Frankie's story is an interesting one. If I can take the time to kind of talk about it, um, he's a guy who grew up with no father. Father abandoned him and his five uh, brothers and sisters, and left his mother to you know to move heaven and earth to try to feed them and keep them well in line. Eventually, he found his male role models and bass players and, you know, started his career as a roadie and then eventually, you know, the bass player for anthrax. So it's an interesting story. Uh, we know his brother was murdered. If you watch the behind the music, you kind of know a little bit of the story. I'm interested in reading this book because I want to find out if there's more, obviously there probably is more than what we were told on behind the music. So be on the lookout for this. Honestly, it's coming out November, uh, November second, twenty twenty one, is when the book is going to be released in hardcover, ebook, and audiobook. <clears throat> November second, twenty twenty one. Percentages of the sales will be donated to charities assisting abandoned families. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, so yeah, go to Rare Bud. Uh, Rare Bud rarebirdlit.com there you go if you want to get the signed hardcover there's pre-orders going right now for that so check it out All right, Killswitch Engage we know is on tour with Nodfest they're coming around to my neck of the woods on uh, Friday which is going to be fucking exciting but according to Killswitch they won't be writing an album for at least a year here's what Jesse Leach had to say we're going to tour as much as we can to make up Lost Time we put out Atonement and album we're all super proud of and it just never got the love and support it could have because we weren't able to tour on it we weren't able to promote it so we'll work on new music at some point next year but we've got an album that we're all proud of so we're going to continue to tour on Atonement and promote those songs so yeah, there'll be another year or so of touring before we even consider a new album I know in this day and age, everybody wants an album every six months, but we're just not that way. We put so much into these albums. I would feel disingenuous if we kept churning out records. I really need to sit and brood and think and dwell to write a good record. I don't want to ever put out a record that we are not 100% fully immersed in, in its heart and soul. So there you go. Uh, but Killswitch has got a B-Sides record out. And they did that shit for charity. So check it out. Uh, Mark Chamonte probably just said the greatest news that I ever heard in my life. And that is a Creed reunion is almost impossible at this moment. I don't know, man. You know, I liked Creed when they first came out. And then it got to the second record, and I was like, okay, I'm digging this. But then, you know, that Take Me Higher shit, I just, I got lost. I got lost. And I just was like, I'm not into this shit anymore. Um, But, yeah, I mean, according, you know, everybody's been talking about Creed Reunions this and Creed Reunions that. But here's what Tremonti had to say uh, in an interview with The Rock Experience with Mike Brunn. Sizzy's too busy with his solo career and an Alter Bridge record. So, right now it's almost impossible to do it. I got a solo record coming out. I'm frantically trying to write another Alter Bridge record. And we have touring booked all through next year, all through next Christmas. So, to do a Cree tour, even we'd have to jam in it, jam it in. And there's no way we can do it. I leave it up to the people that run our business, from our managers to our agents to everybody involved. They are nice enough to let me be an artist and only present things that are doable when they are doable. And right now, this is me talking right now. Thank God. Back to him talking. Right now, it's just not doable. There you go. Amen. All right. Uh, Swallow the Sun, in our last piece of news, has announced a tour with Abigail Williams and Wild Run. It'll begin in November in Mesa, Arizona, on November 20th. Uh, And it runs all the way to December 19th in West Hollywood, California, when the band plays at the world-famous Whiskey A-Go-Go. So if you're into any of those bands, check them the fuck out on tour. Support local music. Get out for a night. Try to feel normal for at least a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We need some sort of normalcy in our lives we do and and be I'm telling you being at the corn concert made me finally feel somewhat normal again it was like shit this is what it was like to be at a concert this was cool all right so that's going to do it for me as far as rock and metal news is concerned we've got one more band to play for you guys this is the bands you should know artists this is our second of the two as promised And this band is pretty badass, I gotta say myself. They're called Signum Draconis, and they're releasing an album called The Divine Comedy Inferno. Comes out November 12th. Now, these albums are all based, so this is the first one. They're all based on uh, the written works of Dante Alighieri. I believe it's Alighieri, maybe, if I'm saying that right. I'm not sure. Uh, But he was the world-famous Dante's Inferno. So there you go. Uh, But he wrote three books, one being Inferno, the other one being Purgatory, and Paradise. And those are all going to follow this first release. So we're going to check out a track from the band. And I think it's pretty fucking badass. If you ask me, you need to check it out. You need to check these guys out. The track is called Gate of Hell, Arrival of Sharon And here it is on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. As always, I will see you guys next time. Thank you very much for tuning in. I love you guys. Peace.